first of all, Jane, hi, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Chris. First of all, congratulations on the movie. I've seen it and it's terrific. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tell me a little bit about your um, your job title with the film and what exactly your role was on making this movie. Yeah, so my job title was uh, Krauts Animation Supervisor. So our team of very extremely talented animators, we um, pretty much animate the background characters and really enrich the world with our characters and, you know, making it more believable and, you know, just really bring that early 2000s, really nostalgic, you know, world to life and really um our vision is paralleled with um, Domi's vision for the film, just whatever we can do to support the main characters as well. And what, uh, what particular scenes or segments of the film really stood out for you in terms of your work? What was most intensive and was really interesting for you guys? Yeah, the, I would say most interesting is the, the very stylized work that we're doing on the film. Uh, just a different look in terms of the characters, but also the style uh, of the animation as a whole, you know, like throughout all the departments where we're um, pushing the limits of what the the looks of a traditional animation is, you know, with Domi's inspiration from um, anime and all these other genres of animation, we're trying to push boundaries. And so that was really interesting for us to try to find the the style for the crowds um, to enhance the the main characters, but also you know, staying in that same world as the style we're trying to go for. Yeah, the, the style is very interesting. It's, it's it, in some ways, you know, obviously very, there's very much an anime quality to it, you know, very exaggerated features. And yet says, oh, there's also kind of almost like a hyper-realism to it. And you really do feel like these characters are there in front of you. Yes, yeah, de- definitely. Yeah, we also have, you know, in, in art and in characters, you know, we went for this chunky, cute uh, type of design where everything is a little more rounder and um, so that extended to our crowds characters as well and if you you know take a look there's a lot of you know really cool designs that really any of the background characters could then become the main character you wouldn't really know the difference and also you know in the background we try to be very specific to the era um, like if you look in the hallways in the school you know, there will be kids on the floor as a, as a group listening to, you know, CD players and Game Boys, things that are very specific to that era. And, and that made it really special. Yeah, that was great. It's also a very interesting, you know, movie for the Disney Pixar, Pixar uh, tradition. It's very multicultural. It's very specific to a time and place. It's about, you know, a girl who's 13 years old. She's Chinese Canadian living in Toronto, uh, going through a lot of big changes in life, dealing with um, you know, issues with her family, her mother in particular. Um, and it's just, it, it's so very specific. And I really enjoyed that aspect of the film. I wasn't just trying to sort of be a generic story or generic characters. It's very much about a time and a place and a culture. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we really try to stick with, you know, the, the time and the place, like you said, and I did research on what was um, that environment like back then, you know, asking Domi, because that's her story, a part of her story, you know, how she grew up. And so what was her school like, you know, what type of demographic was there when she was in school? And we really uh, try to stay true to that. And, and, and so, you know, uh, just from Domi giving us that information, we were able to, I, I think, reflect 
her time at school. And hopefully people are, you know, able to relate to that when they watch the film. Um, yeah. Uh, and so you have a, a very personal connection to the story in that you actually emigrated to the United States when you were around the same age as the main character. Uh, so obviously, I mean, I, I can only imagine when you heard about this this movie that was going to be produced that must have been very exciting for you on a personal level. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and having worked with Domi Ambao, her, her short before, I had such a great experience working with her that I definitely wanted to be a part of this film as well. But like you said, you know, I had a very personal, um, I can relate very personally to the story and her, her journey. Of course, our, our stories are different, but I, I totally get, you know, being, you know, Chinese uh, American and just having that cultural experience here. And yeah, yeah, it was, I was relatable to this movie on so many levels and I was the same age as her. And so I really related to May and her whole coming of age in a, in a different setup and what that was like. Yeah, it, it was such a special project to be a part of. Tell me about what it was like for you So I, I don't know, did you actually move to Indiana or did you just go to school at IU? Yeah, I am. Um, so I originally, I was from Beijing, China. And then I immigrated to New Mexico and lived there for about five years. And then I, I came over to Indiana. Um, um, we had relatives here, so we wanted to be closer to them, but then also um, to go to Indiana University. And yeah, it was such a great experience. I majored in studio art and pursued my passion here. And just, I, I love Indiana. Yeah, it's a great and Tell me a little bit about uh, some of the coursework uh, that you did in Indiana, how that sort of fed into your career choices and, you know, sort of started you down the path of becoming a Disney Pixar animator? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I enrolled in, uh, my major was studio art. And so I, I love drawing. I love anything art related. And Indiana University had a great art program. So after that, I, I just like um, went and, and pursued that career. But then, you know, I, I really wanted to try animation as well. So I also looked into our animation program and then I uh, discovered that, you know, uh, through the art program that there's a whole other genre of um, 3D animation. I wanted to pursue that further after graduating. So, so having that foundation at Indiana University of Studio Art and, you know, really figure out my work ethic and, and just having that really strong um, foundation really set me up for the next step in my career, which is uh, 3D animation. And so I understand you've been with uh, with Disney Pixar for about 10 years now. Is that right? Correct. Yes. And if you could just walk us a little bit through the films, the projects that you've worked on. You mentioned uh, the short film that this director made, which won an Oscar, by the way. Yes. Uh, so just tell me a little bit about, you know, the different projects you've worked on. Um, sure. There. Yeah. My, my very first project was uh, Monsters University. Um, and yes, I, I came in through the internship program, um, the animation internship, and I felt extremely lucky and had such a great time. So I, I felt even more lucky after that to be able to work on Monsters University. And after that, oh, I worked on so many projects um, to name a few. Uh, Coco was a, another really great project uh, that, that really helped me to advance as an animator. And um, let's see, oh my goodness, there's so many. <laughs> uh, 
I also worked on some uh, shorts. Um, let's see, Toy Story, The Time Forgot. Mm -hmm. And I also got to work on some theme park projects like um, the Incredicoaster. There's some animations there. So it's not just restricted to just animation and feature films, but we also have chances to work on an array of other really incredibly fun projects. Yeah, yeah. And let me think. Dory, Finding Dory, of course, yes. I was a crowds animator on that film. And that's really the project that, that really inspired me to pursue the crowd supervisor role because I had such a good experience as a crowd animator. And I really wanted to be that person for our future crowds animators, just to give them opportunities to grow and really foster their talent. It's more about you know supporting and, and really being there for our team members. And, and so to create better work. Yeah, it's been a, a great ride. Cool. Uh, where do you see yourself going in this career? Because I have had the opportunity to uh, interview other Disney animators over the years, uh, including, and I'll date myself, I remember going to the junket for Lilo and Stitch. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, there's very, seems like there's very much this tr tradition within Disney animation and, and Pixar of, you know, rising the people, you know, start out as, you know, interns or uh, entry-level animators and they get more responsibilities, become lead animators, become, you know, lead character animators, eventually become like assistant directors and even directors. So I'm just sort of wondering, um, do you have uh, a vision in your head where you've mapped out or you're just sort of seeing where your skills and your opportunities take you? I, I kind of wanted just to see where, yeah, opportunity would take me. And I would love to go back to animating a little bit after I had the opportunity to supervise on two films now. And yeah, I want to, I miss animating. Uh, and so I want to go back and, and really honing on my skills again. And then, you know, Pixar has so many opportunities that we, we can pursue. You know, they, they pick directors from within and maybe one day I would like to tell a story of my own. You know, if, if that's something, uh, well, it is something that, that it's on my mind, but I think I need to really hone in to that skill and really figure out what story I want to tell. But that opportunity is there. And that's something I can always pursue. So this is exciting. Yeah. What's your take on the, the sort of the state of animation today? Just because, I mean, I, I can remember I grew up, you know, with a lot of, it was sort of a downtime for animation. It wasn't like the golden age of, you know, the, the 1930s or the, really the 1960s. It was 70s, 80s. Things were a little... But then, you know, with uh, Beauty and the Beast and all sorts of other films, Little Mermaid, we're sort of like in this, to me, a second golden age of animation. And I'm just interested, like, what what do you think is next? Are there any any trends that are coming uh, that you think are going to be really important uh, in the next 20 years? Yeah, absolutely. I I mean, technology is evolving so much. And, you know, I've been seeing a lot of VR things happening. And I'm really curious where that's going to lead our industry, right? Like they're really developing that technology and um, incorporating in that with the, the animation. So yeah, I'm curious where, where that'll go. But then also I'm really excited about 2D animation coming back as well. I, I miss it. And that was one thing that I felt like kind of went away a little bit. And I'm really excited to see studios big and small bring that aspect of animation back and perhaps maybe 2d and vr could combine and, and you know come up with something more innovative you know and also you know just using animation not only for uh, things that are perceived to be for young younger audience but also telling stories for all ages right like things that are happening 
like all over the, the platform um, that's more mature. And I'm, I'm just loving seeing people using the medium, you know, for all kinds of stories. I also wanted to ask you about as a female animator, um, what was it like working for a female director on this film? I believe this is the first Disney Pixar animated film that has a, a sole female director. I believe another, uh, there's a co-director on Brave. But, you know, it, it almost seems crazy that in 2022, it, this is the first one. So, and tell me about that. Well, it, it feels empowering. It feels uh, like that was one of the reasons why I, I applied. You know, I, I really wanted to support this incredible film and, you know, just what it stood for. And it was incredible working with this female leadership team. And uh, yeah, everything was runs so smoothly and you know it was just empowering yeah it, it felt great you know you're right like it, it's about time <laughs> and also um seeing more again to my eyes there seems like a very conscious effort to make more female centered stories in short films in feature animated films um uh as we've seen that with different studios but especially with disney um uh, and in this particular, this film, you know, I, I've seen some criticism for this. Uh, I'll, I'll put it in air quotes, criticism of this film because they felt it was too specific or too, you know, very too much on this, this girl's story. And to me, I was like, to me, that's what film is all about is finding perspectives that are different from your own stories that are that diverge from your own. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this idea of having more specific, more female stories I think it's a great thing, and I can't imagine why anyone would not want to see more of that. Yeah, I feel like for me, it's just reflecting what we see in the real world. You know, it's it's equal female and male. You know, we're we're telling stories. It just happens to be about a girl, but really, it's about the director's own experience. It could have been any directors and their own experience, and that's kind of what we do at our studio, right? We we ask the director not to really make up a story that they think the audience might gravitate towards, but to pull from their own lives. And, you know, you'll see that in other, uh, other stories that, that, that we come up with, um, what the directors come up with. Uh, so I feel like it's just a, a real reflection of, you know, our experiences. Um, and I, I'm glad that we're embracing that, that side. And, and like you said, right, like we, we all have our individual experiences and then we're, you know, people should be open to, to receive that. And I, I love seeing that side of Domi and her, her journey. And then, you know, uh, I, I feel like everybody could relate to certain parts of her story, right? If it's not like a, a teenage girl, 13 year old, we were all 13 ones and boy or girl, or, or you know, uh, we all relate to the awkward, <laughs> like really weird time of our lives. So anybody watching could, pick a little part up out of that and be relatable to it. Yeah. I, I appreciate that about turning red is that, you know, uh, uh, it's got some challenging aspects to it. It's it, 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 it explores some topics we haven't seen in, in an animated movie before going through puberty, your body is changing, your relationships with your parents are, you know, different from how they are when they were, when you were little. Um, and I, I find it, really terrific that you know you, we can make a movie about those more challenging topics and yet it's still a very entertaining film it's still very affirming uh and like i say i think like i'm going to show it to my boys on friday and i'm sure they're gonna they're gonna love it oh that's amazing yes that's so good to hear 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know my 13-year-old self is, is just jumping for joy right now. <laughs> I've seen this movie a lot already, but every time I watch it, it's like watching it for the first time. I, I notice something different and just, yeah, yeah. It, it's so special. I, I love it. I have a two-year-old. Uh, I'm probably going to show him when he gets a little older, but he's already reading all the books. <laughs> he's like, Red Panda, me. He's obsessed. <laughs> What uh, what does becoming a parent, how has that changed your perspective as an artist uh, in terms of approaching these stories? Because I often tell people, and I, I don't say this to be in a uh, discouraging way, but I said, to me, the biggest diverge in life is not between ages, genders, uh, sexes, anything like that. It's really between people who have parents who are parents and people who are not. And that's not to devalue people who do not have kids. But once you become a parent, I always tell people just your your perspective on everything changes and I wanted to see if you felt that way with relating to your work and your career oh yes absolutely yeah I totally get what you're saying about like before having kids versus after um I was there (laughs) you know but after I, I feel like I look at everything with more empathy um just through my own eyes and just having more empathy for my son and being more understanding and patient and I I see that through our characters I see that when I you know the way I approach um, like solving problems, just anything. I'm more kind, I think, you know, I'm more considerate, <laughs> you know, there's just that certain thing that in your brain it does change. It makes you think very differently, but empathy would be the the biggest thing. I really, I mean, I understand your child's just too, but I, I really enjoy getting to watch these films with my kids um, whenever possible. I try to, when I'm screening it for reviewing it or, or for interviews like this, I really try to watch it with them and see how they react to it. Because sometimes it, we, we respond to it on the same level, but oftentimes it's different. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I, I can't wait for that stage to happen. Right now, it's it's more of the kid kiddo tiny kid friendly program for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see I see we're almost up on our time. So I'll I'll leave you with this one last question that I wanted to ask is so let's say I'm a, a, a 13 or 14 year old girl or boy in Indiana who likes to draw and doing things like that. And maybe they dream about becoming a uh, working for Disney Pixar one day and working on a big feature film like this. What advice would you give to them in terms of working on their skills, working on their careers? What, just what sort of advice would you give to a, a young person who wants to be in your shoes? Oh, yes, I, I would say to keep doing what you're doing. You know, if you're drawing, if you're sketching, keep sketching. And, and you know, if you want to do, you know, graphic design or animation, you know, just keep pursuing that passion. Find a school that has good programs and pursue that and research. You know, you could even reach out to artists that um, there's plenty of like platforms that like LinkedIn, right? You can reach out and ask questions and you know, just really research the, the art form and just keep going, you know, let your passion drive your, your journey and don't give up. Yeah, it's perseverance <laughs> it is, is the key. All right, Jane. Well, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck to you. And thanks again for the film. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure.